Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Anybody on the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I'm from Arizona. I'm your reader this morning. Anybody on the line? Would like to say good morning? Good morning, Miss Susie. Hello, this is Susie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning. Yes, he is good all the time. Good morning to see Yvonne. Happy Monday to you, sweetie. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I'm Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Is there anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. This is Deborah. Good morning, Sister Deborah. Good morning. Good morning. This is Happy Monday to you. This is Sister Lisa. Happy Monday to you. God bless everyone on the call. Thank you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I'm Patricia from Arizona. Are you ready this morning? Did anybody else join the call? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Monday to you, too. Thank you. Hmm. I hear you. Good 
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. This is from Arizona. I'm in Bruder this morning. Did anybody else join the call would like to say good morning? Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Anybody else join the call that would like to say good morning? Hi, good morning. Um, this is Mosky. Good morning. How are you doing? Happy good Monday.
if you would like to offer an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission here at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on the biblical tree, along with prayer during the week at outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving and supporting our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org, PayPal.me backslash DeclareVictory, or the Cash App, which is the dollar sign, I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no prayer requests that is on the app, nor are there any spoken ones. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Gloria. The declaration will be brought by Jill D. Then we'll go right into closing comments, posted by Declare, which is Jill D. Again, the order of the call the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Gloria. The declaration will be brought by Geraldine. Then we'll go right in to closing comments, hosted by the declarer, which is Geraldine. I did hear some feedback. If everybody can take a look at their phone, please make sure the standard mute button is pressed. As the call is being recorded, please mind to preserve the integrity The scripture reading for today is from Colossians 3, verse 16. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through songs, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'd like to ask if you would double-check, triple-check your phone to make sure the standard piece button is on again as the call is being recorded, and we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Wanted to thank you guys again for calling in and being part of Declare Victory this morning. Happy Monday and be blessed to you. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior today. Let us prepare our hearts for prayer. Eternal, everlasting, and all-wise God, our Father. Lord God, we come to you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We come thanking you, Abba, for another day. Thank you for life, for health, and for strength. Thank you for your faithfulness and your love and grace towards us. Thank you, Father God, for blessing us with our minds and our hearts stayed on you this morning, Lord God. Early in the morning, oh God, we will lift our praise, our voices of praise and thanksgiving unto you, Lord God. And we bless and magnify you, God, that you we know that you hear our cry and hear our call. And Father God, you are quick and ready to answer. Father, we just magnify you and thank you for your grace. We ask forgiveness of all of our sins. Anything we've said or done or thought that's not been pleasing to you, forgive us. Wash us clean and white as snow with the blood of Jesus. Purify our thoughts, our motives, the meditation and intent of our heart. Anything and everything in us, God, that stands contrary to you, forgive us and cleanse us, Lord God, and remove it from us, O oh God, and give us the grace and the strength, Lord God, to take those things, those thoughts and imaginations, and Lord God, even our own 
uh, desire or even our own flesh desire to be wayward, to take it back into the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Father God, we just thank you for the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence on this call with us this morning. We thank you, Father God, that you are faithful and you are true. You are just, Lord God. You are holy. You are righteous. You are wise. You are the Lord God, our healer. And we thank you for your healing power, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for every voice, Lord God, that is on this prayer line, every family that's represented. We thank you, Lord God, for you, Lord God meeting our needs according to your riches and glory, which is by Christ Jesus the Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for every prayer request that may have not been spoken, Lord God, but we know you hear it, Lord God. So, Father God, we ask you to meet the needs, Lord God. We thank you for meeting the needs of our sisters and our brothers, Lord God, whether it be financial, Lord God, whether it be physical, Lord God, emotional, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that you are very present help in the time of trouble, God. We thank you, Lord God, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord, you promised in your word, God, that you'd raise up a standard against them. Lord God, so we thank you that you are the one who right who fight our battles for us, Lord God, that you've given us, Lord God. You've taught our our hands to war, Lord God. You thought you taught us, Lord God, to keep our minds stayed on you. For you will keep us in you do keep us in perfect peace when we keep our minds stayed on you. So we thank you for the opportunity to submit ourselves, Lord God, in humbleness and gratitude to you, Lord God. Father God, and, and just in righteousness, Lord God, to be that you have made us the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, and you've given us the right to life and life more abundantly. You've given us the right to life, Lord God, and to live and to be the light and salt of this earth, oh God. So we bless and magnify your name, God. We thank you, Lord God, that you do not, you have not left us uncovered, Lord God, but you've actually sealed us with your Holy Spirit. You've given us the power of the Holy Spirit within, Lord God, to call those things that be not as though they are, Father God. You've given us the opportunity to study, to show ourselves approved under God. Workmen that need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing your word. So, Father God, for every family that's represented on this line, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, for those that hear your word, Lord God, and move forward, Lord God. I pray, Father God, for marriages, Lord God. I pray, Father, you be the third, the third string that ties them together and keeps them. Help the husband love the wife, even as Christ loved the church, and help the, the, work to, the wife to submit to the husband, Lord God. Father God, and to humble themselves, Lord God, and the husband to humble himself unto you and to his wife, Lord God, so that you can do the work that needs to be done. You can keep marriages together. You can strengthen mothers and fathers to be great examples for their children, God. Father, I thank you for the examples that you set before us, God. Thank you for the marriages, Lord God, that have them, have surrendered themselves to you, Lord God. And thank you for the marriages that are learning to, Lord God. And thank you for the marriages that are yet to be that will surrender to you, Lord God. Thank you for our children, God, and our children's children, Lord God. Thank you for making a way for them. Thank you for your protection and your provision on their behalf. Thank you, Lord God, for your keeping power over all the children and the young people. Thank you for the healing of Josiah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for comforting hearts and minds, Lord God. Thank you for healing of all all our children, Lord God, are going through any illness, Lord God, or any distresses, Lord God. Thank you for keeping them, Lord God. Father, we pray for those that are in um, correctional institutes or maybe in any other kind of institute that might be in prison, Lord God. We pray, Father God, for them in the mighty name of Jesus. We realize, God, that they may be shut shut in, but Lord God, they're never shut out of your presence. They're never out of the way of your power. You're, they're never too far, too 
far away for you to reach them, Lord God. So we thank you for ministry angels, Lord God. We thank you for someone being able to speak a word of encouragement, a word of power, a word of deliverance, a word of healing and salvation into their lives, Lord God, that they will hear your word and hear your call and see you being revealed in front of them and, and, and ask what must I do to be saved, Lord God. And for those that already know you, that we raised in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, Father God, that somehow, some way, some things have happened, Lord God, and their hearts are questioning. Father, we thank you that you answer every question. We thank you, Lord God, that this, the word of the Lord said that you will pour out your spirit on all, for, all flesh, Lord God, that our young men would dream dreams and our young men, young men would see visions, God. So I bless your name, Father God, for your word being full, complete and true, God. I bless your name, Lord God, for you honoring your word, Father, in the lives of your people. So, Lord God, we just thank you, Father, for the opportunity to meet our neighbors, Lord God, and to be a, an encouragement, Lord God, to be the salt that needed to come in and to, be, to preserve, Lord God, their life. Lord God, to give them the, the opportunity to hear, the, to see the love of God whether it be by a smile or a bowl of sugar, Lord God, or Lord God, however it is you, you orchestrate and ordain for us to be a blessing to our coworkers and neighbors and family and friends to, for them to see the love of Christ, God, help us to share it, Lord God, help us to be, to be bold, God, help us to get out of your way, Lord God, and let you use us to your glory. Help us, God, Father, Father, we pray for churches and cities and the nations, Lord God, Father God, we lift them up to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We know you've assigned us as intercessors, Lord God, to stand watch, Lord God. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, not only do we stand watch, Lord God, but we decree your word and your will, Father God, over the life of this nation, Lord God. You said if my people who are, are called, if your people who are called by your name would humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from the wicked ways, then you would hear from heaven and hear our prayers, Lord God. So, God, we lift the United States up to you. We lift India to you, Lord God. We lift Pakistan to you, Lord God. We we lift Israel to you, O oh God. We lift my We lift the nations of this world to you, Lord God. Father, we ask your healing, God. We ask your deliverance, God. We ask your power be released, God. We thank you, Father God, for protection, protecting Israel, God. But you said those who bless them would be blessed, God. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for your protection, Lord God. Father, it's hot and heated over there right now. We know that you're in absolute control, God. So, Father, have your way. Help us, God, for us to, Lord God, to stay in prayer, Lord God, on behalf of your people, Lord God. Father God, for us to pray not for all the nations of the world and especially for the kingdom of Christ. For this, the for nations of this world will become the kingdom of our Christ and our God. So, Father, have your way. Do what you have to do in order to draw men unto you, God. Do what you have to do in order to save, heal, and deliver. Do what you have to do, Lord God. Use us, God to be instruments of faith and power and grace and the grace of God. Father, thank you for every word, every every lesson of grace we've heard, we've heard this month, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for Letitia, Father God, and Letitia, Father God. And I thank you, Lord God, for Sister Geraldine, who you've anointed to bring the word this morning, Father God. I thank you, my carnival seat, for you clearing the way, Lord God. I thank you for you allowing hearts, making feral ground, Lord God, just clearing up, Lord God, the feral ground. So your word that comes forth this morning through Sister Geraldine will be planted in good soil. So God, I bless your name. I thank you. 
I bless your name, Lord God. So as we prepare to take our phones off mute and give God his highest praise, to thank him for his faithfulness, for his love, for his mercy, declare us join with me. My God, your
how many of you all are ready. I mean, I have been had so much stuff being downloaded as far as grace is concerned this month. There is no way in the world you can miss it at this point. We're at the point of grace where now you have no excuse. If you've been on this line for the last uh, 17 days, there's no excuse about what it is about grace. You have heard the definition over and over and over and over. You have, you can probably about quote it, uh, some of the lines of what people have, uh, spoken. And on this morning, I'm going to introduce to you the School of Grace on this morning. How many of you all know that, uh, over in 2 Timothy 2 and 15, it says, Study to show yourselves approved, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So on this morning, this school of grace, this is where we're coming in. Uh, for those of you who have uh, been calling out, uh, we've had some on the line that uh, have said that they really don't, haven't had anyone to really train them. This is a great training ground. I'm so honored to be uh, uh, considered. Uh, connected to you all as my family, not just a friend. You are my family. And that's how I look at uh, those that are here in Declared Victory, those that are just freshly on. If you're new this morning, I pray that on this morning, you will get something out of the word. Amen. So here we go. And here it is. So we are now in the uh, the school of grace. This is where we're we're going to get some you know, some new words here or there. We're going to talk about some more scriptures on grace. But we're talking about you living the life of grace on this morning. If you are still dibbling and dabbling, this morning, this call is definitely going to bless you. It is not here. We're not here to beat you up. But we are here to get you in the order so, therefore, we will be able to serve and serve one another, not only serving one another, but serving others. And sometimes you, you, you're uh, in your days, um, you know, hustle and bustle, you barely get a chance to even almost take a breath these days. How many of you all know we've been in the pandemic, now we're coming out of the pandemic, no more masks, that's what they said, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm just going to do whatever. I Whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to do, that's what I'm going to be doing. I don't know about y'all. Raise your hand if you know you're going to be doing what you're supposed to do. So, you know, anyway, we're going to go to the school of grace. Amen? I'll just tell you a little bit about it. What we're going to do, our, our foundation scripture, scripture can be found at Titus 2 and 11. This is our foundational scripture for this morning. Again, uh, the title of the message is The School of Grace. God's marvelous grace has manifested in persons, bringing salvation for everyone. He did not say some. He said everyone. This same grace teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and an indulgent lifestyle. And maybe I should say that again for some that ha are new to the line. And if you've been coming and you've been here for a, you know, at least a month or so, or maybe not even that long, 
This is not to these are not class to to uh you know push you aside or or however, but in at this time in our in our walk right now, we are we we are moving swiftly and 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 the shifts is just keep taking place and the and and the, the, the way is is steady being opened up for the uh for the gospel to be plain. It's it's plain as it can get. This is not for us to um to take it lightly. Amen. It says in um this is Titus two twelve. The same grace teaches us how to live. I have to read this one over. Each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and an indulgent lifestyle. I don't know if you're indulging in anything. If you're overeating, then there is a, a place, and it's even in the word. It's called gluttony. It equips us to live self-controlled. That means you. This is it. It's this is the, uh, the strategic class on this morning. Some of you all before leaving. You're going to be graduating this this morning. This is, a, as they say, a quick learning course. You're going to live upright, godly lives in this uh, present age. Not the age to come, but right now. So for we continue, this is 13, to wait for the fulfillment of our hope in the dawning of splendor, of the glory of our great God, and Savior Jesus, the anointed one. He sacrificed himself, saints of God, for us that he might purchase our freedom. You know, he did that for us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people who are his very own. He told us we are a chosen generation. We are royal priesthood and a holy nation. That's the people of his calling. And he wants us to be passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. So we are to preach these truths and exhort others to follow them, be willing to expose sin in order to bring correction with full authority without being intimidated by anyone. Amen. I don't know if uh, you all remember, maybe some of you all had um, uh, the lifestyle. We, we we couldn't look at anything that where they were swearing or, or that was back in the day because now everything is, is just, it's off the top. <laughs> TV is, you know, it used to be where the flags show up at the end of the night and they would have the Star Spangled Banner at the end of the night, okay? But um, I had, a, <laughs> I used to love Trouble with Angels. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. I believe her name uh, was Haley. Um, I believe that, I, well, I got forget the name. Her, but anyway, I know her first name was Haley. And she was one of the angels that was sent off to um, a class. She went to a uh, summer camp, like many of us. We just um, are preparing for summer. Some of us, like I said, are graduating. There are some uh, people here in the room that have 
uh, worked hard even online to get your degrees and you've uh, worked hard to uh, in, in your studies and um, some of you all have gotten some degrees. We're going to talk about those as well. Again, we are in the schoolroom of grace on this morning. And it's just a teaching that will train us. How many of you all know that it, it takes a walk of faith at this time? And faith is just a firm belief in something for which there is no proof without question. Even over in Hebrews 11 and 1, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. Good morning and welcome to the School of Grace. On this morning, your teacher in charge this morning, thank you for those who allowed it to be. I'm Minister Geraldine Nicholas on this morning in a different walk. Normally, I'm joking, but the Lord says time to put some fire and some pedals to the metal on this morning. So today... I'm in my teach mode. Sometimes I'm in my evangelist mode, and sometimes I'm in my uh, mother mode. And this is the time that I'm walking in my preach mode. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of this word. Again, I read to you this morning, uh, Titus 2, 11 through 13. Let us get into the word on this morning. So as we have been studying, Many of us have bought the word. We were able to be graced with our beautiful speakers, Brother uh, Jonathan, man, Pastor Eric, man, uh, Sister Karina on Saturday, just talking about how when you can't even put your own clothes on, you have to wait on somebody else. We're talking about grace that has been given to us. Some of us, you have been pimping grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pimping grace. But on this morning, we don't have no reason to be full adults and not know something about God's grace on this morning. You cannot, if you're on this morning, you will not be able to use that anymore. It, th those days are behind us now. It's time to come on up. And so now that you're here in the classroom on this morning, I'm going to give you some classroom instructions. Some of uh, those that are in the room on this morning have been repeat offenders of grace. Grace is not measured by our faith on this morning. Listen, the grace room is right across from the sin room. For those of you, this is your first time in here in the school of grace room this morning. I'm giving, as they call, some household rules on today. Grace is given to all of us, saints of God. God sending Jesus to hang on the cross to pay for our sins, our sins. It's called sin penalty. We were already taken care of 
long time ago. See, me, I started in what I call the school of hard knocks. You know, we saw that on Annie, the school of hard knocks. I was talking a little bit about trouble with angels, how these young girls were in parochial school and they were in a summer camp and they did everything. They were smoking, <laughs> drinking, hanging out, looked and snuck away from the from the campsite, just doing what we always do, just being insubordinate. But the long short the long and the short of the story is, or the short and the long of this story is that the young lady who was the worst ended up being pinned at the end of that class or the end of the camp as to come back the next year. She would be one of the chosen angels of the camp. How many of you all on this morning need God to choose you? in the walk of life. Many of you all have calls on your life and we're just sitting, well, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm still not ready yet. Well, when are you gonna get ready? This is now is the time. Some of us have fallen from grace with the sea. As we go in and we, the definition of grace it's what it is. Understanding is great, essential to understanding the gospel message. We are recipients of grace as a gift and are able to understand it when we know God's character. If you would, your phone slipped off of uh, off of mute. So I need everyone at this time to check your uh, phone to make sure it is on mute. In fact, it is difficult to truly understand grace without knowing the character of God. Grace is often defined in the dictionary as the free and unmerited favor of God. Grace is similar to other qualities of God that we can seek to understand and embody such as love, forgiveness, benevolence, and mercy. We can understand grace better by seeking to understand how God is willing to bless and forgive us, although we do not deserve such generosity. We don't deserve it, but God thought to be so. Similarly to other attributes of God, we can understand grace by comparing the state of our lives before we see God's grace and after we experience God's grace without Christ. We live in sin and we're unable to hold God's holy laws. Some of us deserve death, but God's grace is sufficient. God in his great mercy and love showed us his grace so our spirits could be clean, alive, and forgiven. The gospel is hinged on God's grace. Grace is what saves us and gives us victory over sin. 
many of us. We don't talk about our lives. I decided to take a break back in the 90s. And for five years, I was a runaway child running wild. Told me to go back home where I belong. Some of you all have heard my testimony. I went out. I wanted to be, I got rebellious. Went out with a friend. And how many of you know, some people come in our lives, they take, they come and take us and take you out of your place with God and will take you to their place where they at. And they didn't convince you. Mine was, girl, you work so much, you need to just take a break. And guess what? I took a break. Oh, yeah, I took a break. And I ended up starting my first break. Wasn't a summer break. It was from, I believe, October 3rd, 1993. And when I got there, it was all kind of delectables and all kind of alcohol. You could, I mean, everything. It wasn't nothing on the table that I, I, I mean, it was so much alcohol, it was scary. And for me to never have been in an area like this, I knew about drinking because I came up in a with a father who was an alcoholic. But I had never had the experience of this mind-altering change that I was about to take place on that night. And I remember so wholeheartedly Help me, Holy Ghost, on this morning to teach this word because it's going to help somebody on today. And for those of you who are matured in the word, maybe this is not the, the message for you, but there's somebody here that is weak on this morning, even this past weekend, even last night, even this morning, you still trying to come down off of a high whether it's high on alcohol, drugs, whatever your, whatever it was. But God dealt with me from the time of knowing when to, what I was going to speak as to the day. He said this message has to change somebody's heart on today. But getting back to, I was pulled out of my comfort zone. I was, had been in church all my life singing in the choirs and you know, all the other stuff and preaching and teaching and all that and did all of what's doing all of that. Got invited out. I ended up at a, a a dance where probably was more than 300 people or 400. Well, we know social distance wasn't in that house, right? Because <laughs> everybody was piled up on top of each other. So it wasn't like you couldn't, you know, not be in a space because it was just no room. And uh, we was dancing and dancing and I got all in there and started out real light. I started out with some Boom Swarm, Strawberry Hill. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it didn't, well, I was like, well, that's good. It didn't touch me. I wasn't feeling nothing and didn't feel no change. So somebody told me, well, what you need to do is you need to, you, isn't this like the devil, how he helps somebody else to tell you that ain't, 
they didn't, they, 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 they just raggedy. But you, you getting ready to get right on in there with them. Here, girl, here, you need to put this. Now, what you do is you get you some gin and you put the gin in the wine. And I'm going, really? I said, that is just, you say you can mix alcohol. I thought if you put alcohol and alcohol together that it blow up or something. I don't know. I mean, I was really dumb when it came to that type of part of my life. In the age of innocent saints of God, that's how the enemy tries to find us when we weak. Let me tell you, you get that phone call. Oh, yeah, girl, come on. We gone. Um, we were gone. Before I got there, we ran into a, re- a real witch at this hotel we were supposed to be staying in that night. It was so dark up there. I said, Lord, her mercy is dark up in here. I said, I'm, I can't. And then when I saw the lady at the window and she said, welcome, and then she had looked like a witch, I was like, I'm done. I'm ready to go home now. See, I didn't got nervous. Anytime that you get a nervous anything in your belly, you know good and well that you shouldn't be doing it. And I knew better. But see, I wanted to, I, I fell in what we call rebellion. And rebellion is a sin in itself. It's just like witchcraft, baby. So I fell into that old mode. I'll never tell you that I was a great uh, you know, I, I I never did anything. I got a track record. I got some history behind where I'm at here today. And it didn't come cheap. I paid a price. Could have cost me my life. I could have ended up in jail. I ended up becoming an alcoholic. I always tell people I am a recovering alcoholic. Please do not put alcohol in my barbecue, please. I'm asking you. I know they say a little wine is good for the stomach, but if you are an alcoholic today, clearly stay away from it. And and they, it's true, gin will make you sin. It really did. Five years later. Sitting on a bar stool. This is my testimony. So you won't think that I lived a perfect life because I have not. I've had some ups and I've had some downs, but overall I had to be tested and tried to make sure that I wasn't going to return. And that was in 93. Five years later. 1999, I found my way back to the truth, I bet you. I came in into what is still an establishment, a church, where they was they was worshiping and praising God exactly as I had left when I left in 93. They had not stopped. Some of them had went higher. And I pray that you're hearing me today. I pray that this message is going to help someone. When we understand grace, we come to know it as a gift. Many places throughout the Bible refers to grace as a gift, which is the perfect analogy of our understanding of how we come by grace. 
we sung songs. We came by grace this far. We come this far by faith. We've marched in as choirs and we've done all of these things. Nothing is owed in return, saints of God, for grace. It's a gift. It is free to receive it. It's a generous gift and it is voluntarily. We could become the owners of the gift of grace. A gift has nothing to do with our merit or our qualities. How about that? I was so raggedy. When I made it back to church, the man, I was in a bar, sitting at the bar, wasn't drinking that night. I kind of sort of came to a a place in myself that I didn't like how I felt no more. I felt dirty and I felt unworthy. But a man came up in the bar on a bicycle with lights on the back, and it was, you know, how the blue light special at uh, Walmart, them lights was going on and they were red. And when I saw it, I thought it was awfully strange because I was in a place where they had real motorcycles. They were no, this wasn't no, no bike thing, no, no bicycle. But the man came straight to where I was, and I'm looking, going, my good God, what is he coming over here? And I was a little irritated. How many of you all know when you do things that you don't want to do, you don't feel good in your I, – I just wanted him to move far away from me, like move over. And it wasn't a nice type of way how I was feeling. I was just like – I just didn't want to be bothered because I wanted to do something else, but I didn't know what it was, but I found out. And he said, lady, he said, young lady, what is a woman like you doing in a place like this? My God. How can he know, or how did he know who I was out of all these people that, remember, it was from 300, it was probably about, you know, the same in that place. This was a whole place different from where I first started out, though, but it was always packed. It was a lot of people. Because, see, sin, where sin is, grace is just, it, 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 they didn't push it out the way. They don't want grace no more. But I was over that feeling that I, I, I knew that it was, it was yucky and I didn't want to be there. But the man asked me, what is a woman like you doing in a place like this? And he said, if you, tomorrow morning, if you're not connected to a church, you need to get to the church. And you need to be there in the morning. And I was like, okay. Now, remember, I don't want this man by me, but the Holy Ghost is still on the inside of me even though I had walked away from what God had done for me. And then after that, saints of God, he left me with this this profound message of you better get your mind together. You better get your mind right. That was that kind of message. And then he told me this. If you're not there, uh uh-oh, if you're not there, he was speaking to me. And I'm speaking to you this morning. If you're not there, he said, feel my spoke. 
Now, if you are old school and if you came up in grandmama house, grandmama them had some words and feeling his smoke, which meant that God is not going to spare me to live the way I had lived and that I better go back and I better run back just like the prodigal son took off and ran back. I'm talking about grace on this morning, saints of God. It might not sound good to you. I may not be over here screaming my lungs, but I'm definitely screaming to the top of heaven this morning. Because he told me, he said, as a teacher of the word, we must speak it whether you like it or not. Sin cannot prevail. We have no reasons. Even if you can't understand how to read it. They didn't got real, uh, this has been going on for years. They got Bibles that will read to you. If you would, just slip your phone back on mute. Thank you, baby. God bless you. This is, it's a a thin line between your truth and your reality on this morning, saints of God. It's Monday morning, but we have to kick it off and keep grace where you can remember it came with you at birth. Amen. On this morning, we didn't earn this grace. It was, grace is not a one-time occurrence, and it does not stop once we are saved. Salvation and God's favor are only a part of what we gain when we receive God's grace. We receive justification before a holy. Grace provides access to God to communicate with him and fellowship with him. We can clearly hear man's voice and cannot hear God's voice. I'm I'm really messed up on that part. I'm so messed up, I'm messed up. We can hear you talking but we can't hear God talking? It's something wrong with that. That's an oxymoron. Remember, we're in the school of grace. Don't knock me here. Don't, don't, please, not today. Just say, she's just talking. I'm, do you mind me just, I'm, I'm talking. Because people are dying right around us every day, day in and day out, because they bought the lie. And I'm not saying that you got to walk around, you so holy, you didn't put crosses up in the middle of your forehead and, you know, all the, that stuff. Our God is a plain, simple God. He said it's time out, saints. And if you don't feel like you are saint today, today is the day. Because I said we're going to have some people that are receiving some degrees on this morning. Grace provides us access to God to communicate with him and the fellowship with him. Grace opened doors in the hearts 
for new levels of intimacy with God. And it also disciplines us to live a way that honors God. We are not going to be talking out the sides of our necks. Amen. We can't just say anything and, you know, that's how we roll. It, it, it doesn't, we have to become more like Christ, less of ourselves and to God. In the act of obedience, there was a woman who could not read the newspaper. But amazingly enough, she could read the Bible. Saints, on this morning, God wants us to stop making complaints about what he ain't done because he left us with a plethora of information. Start out light if you need to and get heavy. All of us are called to minister the word of God. Don't buy into the lie. We see what's happening to this nation as people. I'm talking about the evangelicals are lying for a person that ain't got their back. Now, imagine that. I I mean, when the shade then got pulled up, honey, baby, the shade was down. It's up now, babe. Everything is out in the open. All your stuff. You know, you know how you was hiding from everybody? And, and, and let me tell you, see, because what you do in the dark is going to come to the light. If you're fooling today, today is your day of awakening to wake up and get busy. If you don't know, now you know. See, one thing about being a Christian, saved by grace, he said, if you open your mouth, He'll speak for you. Everybody that's on here have a testimony, and you are your testimony. Whatever you went to, tell it. I dare you. Go to the street corner if you need to, tell it. We didn't did everything else. Remember I told you I mixed the drinks? I started from a personal and when I ended up in my, in my sobriety, I had a fifth. So from a personal that you could stick in your back pocket. Oh, yeah, I even had mine in my back pocket. No, y'all didn't do that either. I, come on, because everybody in here is saved. But we're talking about tell your truth, because that's telling your story. And God gets the glory when we tell the truth and tell our story. I'm two steps back over there. I, I told you that grace is right across. Our, uh, our sin is right below grace. Because you could just slip back over if you allow it. I told you I started out in the school of hard knocks. Our God died in a state of grace. Having asked God to forgive one sin, he died in a state of grace for you and you and your character, for your morals, your principles, and your beliefs. Whose report you're going to believe 
we getting all kinds of stories. You got this and you got that and you and you still won't come to God. And I, 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 you know, I'm just still having some challenges. Get over your challenges. I'm cheering you on this morning. I'm provoking you to go and tell the story. Grace was given to you when you were born. That is a part of your gift. It is right along in there in the fruits of the spirit. Come on. I know we don't have no cowardly soldiers on the line on this morning. I'm still talking about grace. Grace, which is more worth than we can imagine. It is the reason for our salvation and new life. Without grace, we can do nothing. And it is continual reminder of God's love, and it works in our lives. Followers of Christ should be gracious with others because of their own inherited grace. Listen, I want to share with you the difference between grace and mercy. Mercy and grace are two vital Christian terms whose meanings are often misunderstood. In short, mercy is God not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is God giving us something we do not. We didn't deserve it, thanks to God, but it's because of God's mercy that he gave it to us. And confessing our sins, have mercy on me, O oh God, according to your steadfast love and according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions and wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. Despite his many failures, David asked God to relent and not bring upon him the full consequences of his sin. You know little David. Mm-hmm. Y'all know him? That's Psalms 51 and uh, 1 and 2. Grace, on the other hand, is God extending favor towards us that we do not deserve, saints of God. And it states, it's by grace you have been saved. God's salvation comes from his grace. And some describe grace as unmerited or unearned favor. We're talking about God's saving grace from God that provides salvation to persons. This is grace described in that state. For by grace you have been saved and through faith. And it is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no man and no one can boast. I'm not boasting on it this morning. I'm walking in my grace on this morning, and I pray that you will do the same. Grace is merely asking the Lord to continue to follow you. If I'm misquoting on this morning, forgive me. But at this time, we're at that part of the class 
and I want to pass out to you this morning because this is what I've earned since I've been in the school of grace. I got us some degrees that will help you on this morning. I have a BA. I've been born again, thanks to God, by God's grace. I have CE. I got some Christian experience under my belt right now. It wasn't because I was worthy. I have a master's, and that's following the master's and being meat for the master's use. On this morning, I could not have opened my mouth, not by myself, because as speakers, we and the word deals directly with us. So on this morning, I'm asking you, and I got some questions that I will ask you in the next portion of this call, in the call of uh, life, love, life, and victory portion of this call. I'm also going to open the line up here real shortly, but we're talking about grace on this morning. One thing about it, you need to confess to God because he is the one that is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you. You need to get in and you find whatever you're dealing with in your life, no matter what it is. Love, speak it in your phone. Series, can you please tell me what uh, love's got to do with it? And she's going to come up all these things, Tina Turner, and, oh, she'll have all of Mick Jagger and all of them. Everybody that didn't perform somewhere about love got to do with it. But it really ain't got nothing to do with nothing other than this, that you got to first love yourself. Like God first loved us. And so on this morning, I prayed that I said something. The grace of God is enough, and the grace of God is required. Come and witness of the grace of God. According to the grace of God given to me, a wise master, I have laid a foundation, and another builds upon it. Get that irresistible grace, that one that you cannot do without it. Fall in love with grace on this morning. Because one thing is this, if you don't love yourself, it's going to be hard to teach about love. Whatever you're dealing with, get the scripture, get down in there and start ripping it apart. I don't know about you all on this morning, but I'm filled to the top. I'm filled to the brim. I'm filled to where I'm asking, Lord, what is it? He said, because down in your belly, it shall flow rivers of living water on this morning. These waters here is not for you if I offended anyone about grace on this morning. Forgive me. As a teacher, we have to be mindful because there is some beginners in the class on this morning that are in training for service with others that have already earned many degrees. There are some people here that have your degrees that you've earned as you were online this uh, year 
and I congratulate you on this morning as you walk down the path of your future. Let it always be led by grace and the grace of God on this morning. I pray that that word helped you on this morning. On this morning, I want to open up the line to say good morning to everybody. And God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be your teacher on this morning. God bless you. And good morning. You may uh, unmute and say good morning. Thank you. Good morning. It's Diane. Great declaration. Good morning, sister. I love you. Thank you for that information. Yes. Good morning. morning. I loved your decoration. It was great. Good morning. And who are you again? Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. You sound great this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. This grace is cleaning and cooking. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. It's Monica. Great teachings. Thank you. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Wonderful declaration hey. this morning. Hey, hey. I'm I'm hey, on hey. Come to fun stuff. All right. <laughs> we gonna get in there. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I know hey. about that man back in the day got me in trouble too. I know. <laughs> oh, baby, that gin is off the chain. It's on down. Messed up too. Baby, I was sick as a dog. <laughs> Don't even walk that feeling anymore. Yes. It'll make you not want to drink. Right? They got my gin make you sin. The devil's a liar. God bless you on this morning, my sister. Chocolate delight. <laughs> Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. How are you? I just Good morning. I am wonderful. How are you this morning? Glory to God. I, I just want to thank you for my BA, my CE, and my master's degree. Hallelujah. Hey. I'm going on mute. That, what, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Because some of y'all got y'all got y'all this morning. Yes, you need some Christian experience on this walk. I got me some CE, honey. Good morning. It's Jubilee Juliet. Excellent. <laughs> That correct? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, girl, listen, I'm waiting for you to come forth. Come on forth, girl. Come through. Come on <laughs> through today. <laughs> I got to hear you because your hey, testimony so, uh, is going to so cast down. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. When, I miss you on you Saturday. Be, I know. I, I had the baby. I, I talked to Michaela. So, yeah, that I'm still yeah. blown away. Oof. Yes, me too. When I, when, if, if a meme could say, if you don't look, when you don't look like what you've been through, <laughs> Grace, Grace, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, if I tell you, listen, let me tell you, sobriety is well to me. It's, in fact, it's almost so good that, I, I, I mean, I really cringe at the thought of having to even be in a room with alcohol. So I'm going to tell you, if you are in sobriety, steer away from it, okay, as best possible. Yes, ma'am. God bless you, brother. Good Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Um, Great declaration. I I thank you uh, for your teaching this morning. 
Mm-hmm. I started in the school of hard knocks, baby. So I need to I was <laughs> down in it. <laughs> baby, as they say, I was meeting people in the parking lot carrying guns and all kind of crazy stuff. This is the, this off the chain. But you don't look like where you've been through. Amen. You great to God on your life. <laughs> hey, hey, um, hey, Mama Geraldine, that's why they call you all this morning. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You had me, and I'm so real, stuck sitting on my bed, and as you were talking, I kept on going, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Baby, I'm telling God, you. You put, you put us in our place this morning for sure. I just loved it. Oh, God, my testimony. Well, uh, he told me, he told you, listen, Moxie, (laughs) again, your testimony is going to be deliverance on this line. Yes. Okay? God, it's good. We got to tell our truth. Yes, Mm -hmm. and that's what I heard. Even in yours, I heard mine. And I just wanted to just say that was just a great declaration. And it also was. It got to the point where it was like I said, it was like yes, ma'am, and it was funny too. Mm-hmm. You you just did, yeah. you got in there, feeling like that. You still got it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, man, man. I'm I'm telling you all. Listen here, don't be uh, fooled by the smooth taste. Don't let the smooth taste uh, fool you now. Who are you waiting for on this morning? Could somebody please answer if you have are still waiting in a waiting process who and what are your motives behind the waiting and when are you going to come to grace i I, i'm just come on in come on through i i need to hear some of you scholars because we got a bunch of scholars on this line on this morning a lot of scholars come on i need to hear from you Hey, what's going on? Come through. Happy Monday. I just wanted to tell you, Grace Share, um, I really like what you said because about the thin line between um, your truth and grace. It's a thin line between your truth, your stinking thinking, your reprobated (laughs) mind. And his grace, his truth. That's that was that was good. I'm 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 a ride with that today. So thank you for your declaration. God bless you. Look, let me tell you, people talking about you got some ride to die. You better get off them trains, baby. I ain't riding to die with nobody but Jesus Christ at this point. Even your own children. You know, I've seen I've had some good friends. One man he died because of some tires. Why? Because somebody stole some tires off of your car. Now you done sent your brother because somebody done stole your tires. So you sent your brother and guess what he do? See, one thing I could tell you about if we don't have the grace of God on our lives, you know, let me tell you. Oh, oh, let me get this part too straight to you so that way you can get this. If you don't want grace, guess what God will say? Bye-bye. If you refuse grace, at this point, because this month is going to push you into your destiny. These messages are coming so hard at us that even as the, the, the teachers and the preachers and the evangelists and as the, the, the you know, the, the rappers and all of that, I'm old. Brother Phil, 
Y'all better watch out because Brother Field and man, he done turned another corner. He coming deep with you. Is there anyone else on this morning that you had some questions regarding grace? Go ahead and speak. Good morning, it's Miss Tony. Good morning, Susie. Hey. Hey, awesome, awesome declaration. I did hear you (laughs) this morning. Amen. Not for another day just to be alive. Thank God for the word. I just, I'm just excited about the word of God and how he, how it changes Mm -hmm. us. And I heard you say that we have some offenders on the line and we have some Mm -hmm. pimpers on the line. But Mm -hmm. what came to my mind, I looked up the word offender and Mm in the law in the courtroom, you know, in the, you know, a person who commits an illegal act, but it also gave another definition of, of a person or thing that offends, does something wrong or causes problem. So I look at it as in with God, we have sin in our lives and it causes us to do wrong things that goes against his word. And I just thank God for grace, for in the time of weakness, that's when I, you know, his grace is made perfect. So he gives us that strength to do, get it right every morning, new mercies to get it right. So I just thank God for you and the word of God on this morning. It was awesome. Thank you. Oh, man. See, that was a part of my curriculum this morning. See, uh, when he told me that, it's, you know, school is out, but this is the new school is in. See, for some of you all, like I said, on this morning, you are receiving your uh, degrees, you don't have to have paper because truly none of these, all of the stuff that we do to get here on earth, how many of you all are really working in the field that you went and got your degree in? Uh, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, it's all about money and certain stuff. And one thing is this, there's people that have, I mean, high levels of, of, of in their, you know, uh, in the, the working world and they don't have a, a degree. And there's people that have degrees, and those people is making more money than you who spent money to get a degree. We got degrees on our walls, but what are they all about? When you don't have the the real spiritual degree, you got to have that word, honey. The, The Bible is eternal. It is truth. It will keep you from falling. It will keep you from sinning. It will keep you from staying in your hot mess situations. And and that's just it. And that's all. I know everybody here is perfect on this line on this morning, but God said that's not so because he wouldn't be bringing the words that is coming and the people preaching the way they are preaching and teaching. You can't do nothing by yourself. That's it. And that's all. Sister Geraldine. Yes, ma'am. I heard somebody else they can go, and then this is Dee. I'll go mm-hmm. after whoever that was. Okay, no problem. That was me, Prosperous. I just want to share real quick because I really enjoyed, um, appreciate your transparency, and I was reminded. I kept being reminded. And then you're talking about degrees. I'm like, right now you're in my business because I remember my first year in college, right after high school. <clears throat> you know, I grew up in Richmond, the Richmond Unified School District area. I'll say that. So, um, after high school, I was able to move in with my big sister. Um, just move up the road to go to San Jose State. Well, my first year in college, actually, no, it was my, I didn't go to San Jose State my first year. But anyway, my first year at San Jose State, which was my um, second year out of high school, because I went to junior college the first year, um, 
I just must have lost my mind. My thing was like going to the club. We got into the nightclubs early. Like me and my friend would go and we were maybe 20 and would get, get into the nightclubs and just go and look and laugh. You know, we weren't doing too much, but the idea that we were going up in there and then we would find ourselves in San Francisco and it was during the time when there were like the colors things where people were like shooting and, and we'd be at those clubs trying to get on out. And I'm like, I was not listening to the Holy Spirit. I wasn't doing anything there. I was just, you know, and so um, we said, well, we're just going to stay in San Jose. So then we just decided to stay in San Jose. But I'm just saying all this to say God just brought me back on that path of like his grace is sufficient. Who knows what the heck could have I could could have happened. And then I remember one of the last times I went out. And this wasn't long ago, maybe like 10 years ago, when I went to try to find myself at another club at a birthday party, and someone walked up to me and said, what are you, and I, was, I wasn't in my town, I was out of town. They didn't know me from Adam, <laughs> and they said the same thing that gentleman on the bike said to you, he said, she said, what are you doing in here? We, like, and it was just such an interesting question, because all this stuff was going on around, but this person came up to me and was like, what are you doing in here? It was just very bizarre to this day. It, it only is God's grace. So I just wanted to share because, you know, we learn from, from our past and I just, I'm reminded of God's grace um, during that time. So I just wanted to share that. Thanks again. <laughs> testimony. All right, so, the testimony room is open. Yes, I was going to say, um, yeah, Pam, don't don't even go back down memory lane. As much as I lived at the Palladium and all other clubs, I think that was just part of growing up. You know, right. you right. want to get out there, and that's, that gin will kill you. It'll make you sick, but it'll make you sick. I love you, and you know sick. I love you. And I remember, I don't know mm -hmm. if it was one of the classes that um, we took at, at church, but I remember it, might, it probably was because it, sound, it sounds like something Pastor Brown would say. But you know how people say, oh, just, you know, people think you get a green light to sin because of grace. Mm -hmm. It's free, and you can sin all you want. Don't, don't, don't mistake that. But why would you want to when you really think about it? Because God just doesn't really want us to sin. It, it's not. It's because it damages us. And when you were talking about the drinking and the stuff, so many people have died because they wouldn't let go of whatever it is. And it's not just drugs and alcohol. Sex addiction mm -mm. can kill you because you can catch mm. some you can't cure. There's so much to this mm. thing. And if we really understand God's grace and, and learning and growing and going through things and getting through things, and so many times I'm not the only one that God's grace kept me from dying when I was doing stupid stuff because you're out there in them streets in the world and just getting caught up. And I'm just grateful mm -hmm. that you reminded us this morning, if you really just understood it, it's like, he go ahead. Like I said, go ahead and sin um, because you, you, you're thinking that you got grace. It's not that you can't, but why would you really want to? When you think about how good he's been to us and how he's kept us, most of us on this call has been through so much. We probably should be laying across the street at Rolling Hills. I'm across the street from Rolling Hills, and they're mm -hmm. laying my brother Marcus to rest today, and I'm thinking about my that God. could have easily been me. You know, I, I, it's just so much that we got to think about when you when you think, oh, I can get through this. And, and you made so many good points. It's not just the drug. The, the, we always focus for whatever reason. We always focus on that, the clubbing and the mm -hmm. drinking. And that is mm -hmm. so much more. Mm -hmm. It's sin category. If you think about all the stuff that you know is wrong, that's killing you, whether it's eating, whether it's sex and whether it's being somebody, it's so much. But I thank you this morning because you popped it. You popped it. And I yeah. love you with your radical self. I listen, well, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful. And you know what you mean to me. Yeah, I love you. Thank you. Look, now, if I didn't come the way, 
he told me to hit it straight down the middle. See, because that's how the word is coming now. You don't have no more excuses, thanks to God. Just because you're not in church doesn't mean that you're not the church. We don't have to go to the building. Our life is determined. Let me tell you what is sanctifying grace. Uh huh. See, I, 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 when I, when I'm talking about, I'm talking about what I was doing. Cause see, that way, that'll give you a better picture how you become who you are. All have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. What is sanctifying grace? Let us just breathe on that one for a minute, okay? Because the real truth of the matter is this. We can't get away from it. I don't care what you do. He said you can run to the utmost parts of the world, but he's going to find you there. You can make your bed in hell. You'll be there too, okay? So what we're doing, these are not, we're not poking at you. We're probing so that way you can start thinking. A drinker is not a thinker is what I came up with. You can't think of nothing because you didn't kill your brain that side. You'd have to almost drown it and because and, it wouldn't shut up to tell you, get out this club, get out the bed, get out the room, get out the house. Hey, you get out of there. Hey, get out of there. You know, you were just all over the place. But because of God being so merciful, he keeps doing the same thing over and over. That's why the word is repeated for 30 days straight because it's a, it's habitual and it becomes a habit. You got to come to the line every, because if you miss it one day on this line, uh, it, it, you can, because it's the connecting of the connecting of the connecting. The people are connecting the word. Everyone is coming with a different word, and some of us have the same. All of it is about grace. We we're not in here to you know to 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 beat you up, but because of the great love of God, God has for human beings, He grants us favor and blessings that we do not deserve. This is God's grace in action. Grace is God's unmerited favor towards mankind in regards to Christians. We got to get ourselves together, thanks to God. We must. Because the word is just screaming at us. In regards to the Christian life, the word sanctified refers to making one holy or setting one apart for holiness. Therefore, sanctifying grace refers to the concept of God's grace infusing a person in order to make them holy. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. The term sanctifying, you know how you, you know people be saying, well, you know, uh, Sister Sutton said she's sanctified. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because she's living the life out loud that I refuse to go back to the place where I had been. And right now I'm living loud. Because I know, with just like that weed, they just they loud. They they trying to tell you, listen, look, I got some weed. Y'all come in my building, baby. You gonna get straight on a contact high, and you don't even smoke. But it's all up in here because we got a lot of people that feel medicinally that they, that it's okay, you know, because my doctor gave me a prescription. How many of people have gotten licensed? 
and cannot drive. That's like giving Ray Charles his license and he was blind at birth. So I'm just saying to you all on this morning, there is some sanctification in our grace. And it's okay. I'm not trying to be cool no more. Because I'm tired of God beating me up <laughs> when I go to bed at night. But why do you didn't say such and such and such? So you say it while you have time. I'm just saying it so you can say it. And that other person can say it. What we do is we set up the stage. Is there anyone else on this morning want to share that part? Sanctification happens at salvation. And Jesus' sacrifice was good to the last for all time. And that is to last you until you close your eyes. Grace does not just disappear. But if you don't want it, you know Satan will buy you in a minute. That's called cheap grace. We'll talk about that one, too. Is there anyone that want to talk about sanctification on this morning? Good, good morning, uh, Sister Geraldine. This is Gloria. Gloriously hey. great, Gloria. Hey. Hey, sister. Great prayer, my sister. Yeah. I, I appreciate um, your word this morning, and I thank God for um being able to understand the relevance of the grace that God has had on my life, because I, I'm, I kept thinking as you were talking about the, I, I'm, I'm kind of like you, God sent somebody to me. I was in the thrift store in there pulling under stuff and he sent somebody, a prophet to come in and speak a word directly to me, told me about stuff that I, that I had in my house and, and, what God felt about it and what God, the calling he placed on me and then put the ice on the cake said, I had to do it this way because you wouldn't have believed it just coming any old, just coming from any other kind of way. So I remembered that as you were talking. And then I also remember uh, and thank God for the grace that he had on my life. Cause when I was out there in them streets and I was all the way out there, I remember there was a young man that I, I was very close to, and when I say very close, I should be in the grave like he is. Mm-hmm. However, God's grace is sufficient. And so God, even in my stupidity and in my running in the streets and trying to be all whatever it was I thought I was being, trying to do my thing, he still had grace on me and allowed me to live to be now able to speak and declare that there is nothing too hard for God. There's nowhere too deep or too dirty that you can ever get to that God's grace cannot, will not reach and and deliver and save you. God's grace is truly sufficient in all of our weaknesses, no matter what they are. So I appreciate you for that word this morning. God bless you. I'm going back on you. God bless you. God bless you, woman of God. And listen, one thing is this, we can think we punking God. Y'all better, I'm telling you, it's it's some stuff we got to clean up. The women's brother say, I got to clean up what I done messed up. I'm trying to start. I'll be starting over every day. Okay, Jesus, here I am again. Could you please? I need my, I, it's, it's, it's so important to me right about now that I have to ask the Lord to show me how to step in, what areas to step in and what areas not to step in. And Sister Geraldine, oh, oh. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I just had to come back and say, 
and and when the when the Lord sent the lady the the prophet to me in the thrift store, I, I was preaching, I was teaching, I was I was doing all of all of that, and still raggedy on the inside, doing some other stuff, doing too well, much. Well, I, was, I was I was mean and angry, but I was a religious mean and angry. I was that religious mean and angry. That, that you know that that you know holy and tied up with the with the cloak around my neck on Sunday. It's Sunday evening. I might fight my husband. So you know, I'm just gonna shut up now and go on back on mute. Oh well, listen. And so, how many of you all? And this is speaking of the women. And there's probably some men too. That but the woman at the well and uh, sister. Uh, Lady Karina spoke on Saturday. She talked about the woman at the well real briefly. Maybe he need to start coming, calling out some of your stuff. See, because that's when, when he called out my stuff and when he came and said, what is a woman like you doing in a place like this? I was like, okay, well, uh, the only thing, because I knew I wasn't a woman of the night, okay? Even though it was night and I was in a nightclub. I wasn't a woman of the night. I was sitting at the bar, but I wasn't even drinking that night because I had came to my truth. Man of God, if you want to speak, you may speak. Your phone was off mute, so go ahead and speak. Someone left their phone off uh, mute. Hey, how are you? This is Sister Lisa. Oh, thank you for your decoration. Oh, Lord, now I know, and I know with grace, and God, I thank God for his grace. Um, you know, I did, I did, most of you know my testimony. Uh, in last week when I was talking about, you know, I go out to feed the homeless, and I've been homeless. I've been on the cardboard. I don't have, I didn't have a tent, but I had just a cardboard and jacket. And then the lady just said before, and you also, my testimony. Is what yeah, I can tell them. Money. I've been where you've been, and you may just. I try to. I I I I think about my testimony where God has brought me from. Not to say I'm better than any of them, because I could end up if I don't watch it. And, and I gotta watch that I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic. And so I, even though I have eight years, uh, just the other month, last month, I ran into a friend I used to get high with. And I am grateful that God, I got a nervous thing in my stomach. And she said, won't you come over? I said, I cannot come to your house, you know, because I don't do that anymore, you know. And I'm asking God to take the taste out your mouth like he took the taste out of my mouth. But I got scared. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I have to stay out of places. I have to stay away from those places. Even when I went to the baby shower this weekend, they were drinking wine and stuff. And I had to remove myself and go to the front of the house. <laughs> I'm not, hey, I'm, I'm not mad at you. I'm, I'm, I'm baby, I'll be I'm saying this is my family. This is a celebration. I'm trying to, right. no, Lisa, you cannot pick it up because right now you're fighting for your life. You're trying to get close to the guy. He want to clean your heart. Even, you know, and so the grace that I had this weekend to not to pick that Moscato up. Even though oh, it's just a little, no, no, I can't have a glass because it will wake up. I don't know where I would be. And I thank God that he gave me the grace. And then I asked him just this yesterday, uh, just clean my heart up, you know, because I still, 
got some things bottled up inside of me that I need deliverance, you know. And it's not right with, you know, as far as speaking uh, angry, you know, with my daughter. And that's her kids, you know. I can't go back and what the mother, I, I can't keep doing that to myself. I have to love Lisa. God has forgiven you for that. And quit trying to, like, make up with her kids. They're my grandkids. They're not, let her be the mother to her kids. And she's a wonderful mother. And I thank Amen. God for that. That she stayed home with her kids and she worked and she stayed. And so I'm thankful for that. But I had to be on this call. Being on this call has helped me so much, so much. And then another thing, when I first started reading, I couldn't read anything and pretending not to read the Bible. So I went back to school last year and I had to finish school. I didn't go to school. All my sisters. That's the degrees in school. I was the one. I never finished school. And I'm 59 right now. And last year I was 58. Okay, you know, you know, here I go, Lord. This, this, this is God's grace. I've finished the English class so I can read and be able to go to the dictionary. And I've been studying, opening up the book because I was just reading the daily bread. And I wasn't going to, you know, the scriptures. And, you know, I, I got the promise, the uh, book of promises of God. And I can go, if I don't know that word, I can look it up. And I am just asking the Lord, draw me closer, but clean up my heart. They got to clean this other stuff that's still in there, the hollering. The, you know, I got my own place, that grace of God. That I, I don't like what's going on in her house with her. She's talking to her children then I need to go home. I need to Amen. be quiet and go home. So thank you. Amen. Amen. Oh, and listen, um, Alicia, just, just listen at this. Everything that we do yeah. is just one grace at a time. This okay. is grace, and this class this morning was one-on-one with grace. Okay. okay. We are in the school of grace, and it's, it's, it's a place where you can talk it out and walk it out as well as, uh, you know, we have teachers and, and those that are here. We're here not to browbeat a person. This is a place of learning. It's not to hurt anybody's feelings. It's a place to encourage and empower you to be who yeah. God called you to be. So keep coming. And thank you so much for you know, just letting, because every time you release different things, you're releasing some of that stuff that you had down on the inside of you when you had to do things that you didn't want to do, but you had to in order to live. So God bless yes, you. And if you would, just I just want to say one more thing you. because the enemy was telling me, don't say nothing, just listen. <laughs> so you gotta I, no, 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 you're good. Can I say something? This is Dee okay. I have to say this. Lisa, Lisa, mm-hmm. with, you have to mm-hmm. listen, also. You okay. really, but you have to listen to hear. And that's different, and I love you, and I was glad you got on Friday Night Live. You're sounding so much better, but slow down so you can really yeah. understand what God is because he's doing a mighty work in you. And, and we we heard your testimony. It's beautiful, but listen and know he's got you. And like Sister Geraldine said, it's one grace. You can't, you don't, you'll, you'll overwhelm yourself. So just slow down, take yeah. a deep breath, and we're so okay. proud of you, and we love you. I just wanted to tell you that. Okay, thank you. God bless you. And if you would, now slip your phone back on. If you would, slip your phone back on mute so that way it keeps the integrity of the call. I really appreciate that. And we are going to, uh, at the end, I will be praying 
So God bless you. Thank you, Leisha. Good so morning. One more. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. My name is Sylvia. Um, I've been given the name Soul from Sylvia from this line. Um, I love everybody on this call, and I love your uh, declaration this morning. I was taking a, a walk, trying to get exercise, and listening the whole time. And um, I love the part where you differentiated between grace and mercy. Yeah. And um, I also want to extend my phone number at the end to Sister Lisa because I am also a recovering addict. And uh, it took me many, 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 many years to realize that if God could forgive me, who was I not to forgive myself? And to realize that, you know, I, I paid my debt <laughs> just being out there. And so, you know, getting back in the graces with your children and, you know, especially if someone else raised them for you and not beating yourself up or feeling like we owe our adult children to this day. And so by God's mercy, but the one thing I want to share is because I am a disclosure is that the grace of God, you know, it's more than sufficient, right? And so I've shared before, and I'm going to share this real quickly again, that, you know, uh, July 21st, 2003, you know, I was given an AIDS diagnosis. Okay. They said AIDS, HIV, whatever, you know, I know the difference. We talk about that on another call, but the bottom line is I've been living with, you know, HIV since 2003 to be 18 years on in July, which is my birthday month. And if that's not grace, I don't know what grace is because, well, you know, going out there in the world and just doing worldly things and thinking that, you know, it's not going to catch up with me or what have you going into the rooms of recovery, freaking like, okay, I made it out for drugs. I'm good. And then five years later, this happens. But you know what? I'm here. I've never been back to the hospital in 18 years with this being ill at all. You know, it, I took upon that scripture, I shall live and not die. Um, and that God has blessed me to reach out to other women who were newly diagnosed years ago. I've worked in that field and as well as substance abuse. So grace means a whole lot to me. Yes. It really does. Yes, it does. And I, I have I've been telling my testimony and I'm gonna continue to do it. You know, I worked for You're an organization. Yeah. I worked for an organization for years that with for women with HIV and they would want to talk to us and interview us and all this stuff during World AIDS Day and people would be no, you know, they didn't want to say anything. And one lady said, you know, if you don't show the face that women of color do get diagnosed, then they'll still continue to think they don't. And from that point on, I took that and said, you know what, God, I'm going to give my testimony because the overall judge of my life is you, and I'm not going to worry about what anybody else said. Because of your grace, I can stand boldly and testify that just because I, because I, ha I might have HIV, but HIV don't have me. Thank you so Amen. much. For Amen. Well, you know, I, I will uh, just tap in. Good morning. Good morning. Was someone wanting to speak? Okay. Well, so uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, what we want to do is we want to continue the continuing of grace. We Grace is one thing I love about grace is that it allows you to speak to others who don't feel that their grace light is on. Over here in Declare Victory, we keep the light on for you. So that way your light, if it has grown dim, it's many people who have, I spoke of falling from grace with the seed. 
that means that you feel so down and out. You feel like God has forgotten what you are faced with circumstances you can't get through. But remember, God, he is the God of the stars, the sun, and he's the sea. He is your father. He'll calm the storms and find a way to fix it for you. He'll do it again, thanks to God. That's one thing I know about grace. I, I sing, and that is one of the songs that I sing. And I was just quoting the words to that song. We talk about amazing grace. We've talked about so much of grace, that grace should be oozing out of your pores. One thing is this, our sins have been buried in the depths of the sea, and they've been carried far, far away as the east is from the west. He's renewed your transgressions for you. So now go tell of your mercies and tell of your grace and walk in your liberty on this morning, thanks of God. And live in the awesome light of God's love on this morning. Know you free. Today you free. Yes, ma'am. Hi, I I don't know if you remember, but you read a scripture. It was pretty powerful, but I don't I don't remember what it was. It was in the beginning of your testimony. Oh, that's I feel second, like it, you said Titus. It's uh huh. It's um Titus two eleven through thirteen. That was our foundational scripture. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. And so with that people of God, we're going to close out in prayer. If you know that you have something that needs to be released on the day, if you're dealing with something of deliverance, you need deliverance, we're going to pray deliverance. We'll pray healing. We'll pray that you get more knowledge and wisdom and all of that other stuff. Because Mama one thing Erica, is this, it doesn't stop. Yes, baby. Go ahead. I just, I, can I just say before you pray us out, I am just so yes. grateful for not only for your declaration, but for each woman that has spoken, you guys. This is just yes. a testimony. Oh, my God. The testimony. Um, I don't know how I just forgot your, um, your name just that fast, woman of God. But God bless you. I don't know how I forgot your name because I know mm-hmm. your sound. But I just heard it. Oh, my God. <laughs> just thank you for everybody for their testimony. I'm so so grateful that because of this grace, when I look back over my life, that I have, that's my testimony. When I look back, his grace each time was there, I'm literally, as I'm going to talk right now, I can literally just, I'm shaking because his grace has been up on me. You know, it wasn't nobody walking in there um, for me, you guys. It was the whole, it was the Holy Spirit within me, not let me get comfortable. He wouldn't let me get comfortable, you know, in, in that crack house. He wouldn't let me get comfortable. He wouldn't let me, you guys. Mm. It was just like, oh, glory be to God. It was like, he wouldn't let me, he wouldn't allow me to kill myself because of the shame mm. and guilt. He wouldn't allow me to jump on that train track when I wanted to. It was, it was nobody, mm. it was him. It was like, oh my God, like the great, like I could keep going if we right now, y'all, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? He stopped with that, even my, my daughter when I was pregnant. When I was literally just smoked up a Peru. Oh my God, on day three, yo, glory be to God. Oh my God, and glory I was, the light came up on me, literally set me down, and the light literally was all over me. And I kept, I tell my daughter all the time, that's why it was God was awesome. He was over you, that's why you're blessed. But 
and I, I think about it now. He was over me. He was over me too because he told me, oh my God, glory be to God. My womb, like he said, kill me, bless. You know what I'm saying? Glory be to God. I'm sitting here going, God, you are good. You are so good to me. When I think about your grace and what you have done over my life, and he's not done yet. He's still, oh, I'm just still like sitting here going, thank God for the testimony. Thank God for the morning. You came raw and uncut. You wasn't about to go. No way. You, I love it. I just love yes. it. I just want to say thank you and thank everybody. No problem, baby. This morning. No problem. So no problem. Well, let me just say this uh, to you, Moxie, because of your testimony. That one right there, that. I mean, got me got chills going down my legs and turned on and all over my arms. Because one thing is this, there's people that will not speak. But on today, we have given you opportunities. You have opportunities. You can come on this line. This is a safe zone. So what goes on in the declare room, uh, you know, times, you know, even though we are being uh, – uh, some of this stuff is going out in, in, in the, you know, all the way out. But that's why we have, um, we do have names that have been given. But see, me, I know mine. I'm not worried about mine. I want it to be out on, over, on, the, on the thing because, like I said, I'm living out loud right now. I want you to know that there is nothing in this room that you cannot do. There's nothing that you cannot say because even that way we know how to deal with certain situations if you don't never open your mouth. Now, there is some prophets on the line, but right now we at the table of grace. We have entered into the circle of grace right now, and I believe this is a good time. Is there anyone, before we close this line out, that something is burning down on the inside that you need to share? It might cost somebody their life. Your Sister Geraldine. Yes, ma'am. Sister Geraldine, this is Diane. I just want to tell everybody, when you go through something, it's not just your testimony, but God mm. gave it to you that you may give it to others. Your testimony is not just for you. It's for you and those who you come in contact that needs to hear that God freed you. Nobody but God took away that from you. You have people who want to take 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 God's place wants his glory. The glory belongs to God. God is no one no one frees you from whatever it is but God. And you must tell your testimony. Don't be holding it in because then the enemy can't have anything to say. Yeah, I did this. And I'm telling it because it's not just for me. It's to help someone else who's having a problem with sharing what happened to them. You may have even been molested or something. And holding it in, it only makes it worse. It it literally makes you sick. It can literally kill you. Heal you. Your testimony. God says, open your mouth and I will fill it. So open your mouth about your testimony. Then the enemy can't hold nothing over you. You'll be free to do what God says do. Share your testimony. That's what it's for. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Freedom. Freedom. 
It's freedom. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Yes, Let go of the bondage. This we put our own self in the bondage. Let go of the bondage and let God have his way with you. Yeah. I ain't telling you nothing that I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Oh my God. I have yeah. a testimony. Thank you. Uh, this is, that's it. This is Cynthia. Um, yes. um, I'm now 54. I think when I was at the age of um, between, um, I don't know, between 20, I'll just say between 20 and 30, somewhere around there, um, my kids at the time, um, my son that stays with me is 22, and, and then I have a son that's 24, and my daughter, um, she's around 30, 34. They were all young. They were mm-hmm. all in, um, uh, like, Head Start and stuff like that. And um, the reason I'm saying this is because I know now that it was grace. And um, I tried to commit um, suicide. I was staying in a house. I was on housing, which I never gave that up. But I was on housing and wasn't feeling good about myself. And I was going to this one church, and I was, I was talking to this um, one sister. Um, I used to clean her house, and then she used to do my hair. And I, I guess I just didn't wasn't feeling good about myself. I guess I was just lonely and stuff like that. And um, I was at the kitchen table, and I was um, I don't remember what type of pill it was. I don't remember if it's Motrin, what it was. But I, I had, was taking, I took at least 18 to 21 pills, just popping them. Um, and so while she was, while I was talking to her, she had called the police. They had came over to my house, very kind and nice. And he came in and said, um, I heard that you was trying to hurt yourself. And I said, yeah. And so I had to, I had to go with him. Um, my kids was at school. They didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew this had happened. He took me to a place on it's right now it's on Stockton Boulevard, where I guess where people commit um, suicide. And so when I went in there, when you commit suicide, they, what they're going to do is if you have clothes on, they have strings and stuff like that. Either you have to put the clothes on that they give you or you have to take the strings and stuff off. And so after that happened, um, they had a counselor in there. And when I went in there, she looked at me. And she said, you don't belong here. Just like that, even with all the pills inside me. She literally, and that was, I, not I believe, but that was nothing but the Holy Spirit. That was his grace. She let me call somebody, and that person picked me up, and I have never turned back and looked that way. And now that I think about that, for me, everybody may um, say say different, but to me, when you try to commit suicide, try to give your life up. It's a selfish thing because what it is, is you're thinking of yourself. You're not thinking of other people or you're not thinking of leaving your love, your children, your loved ones. And so I just wanted to give that um, testimony on what happened to me. And now that, um, now, now today, if the enemy tries to bring that to me, that, that, that will not happen. I praise God for his grace and mercy. And that's all I wanted to share. Oh, thank you, Cynthia, for that uh, testimony. You're Um, welcome. We have, uh, uh, we can have, we have one more room for one more person. And I know that you're in the room because the Lord said that. And so we are right at the top of the hour. 
So uh, I'm going to give you the uh, floor to uh, speak your testimony. This is uh, helping someone you all don't understand, but I remember I said there was some juveniles, there's some people that are here that's been uh, offenders of grace. There are some people that are in the classroom on today. And since uh, they've given me the floor to, you know, kind of organize, and then we have some other people, we have some counselors that are on the line on this morning, some people that have offered numbers. So at this time, if you uh, have a testimony that uh, don't take it and then when you get off the phone, you it beats you to, uh, you know, until you, you know, you got to be screaming out on the street corner, I said it's all my testimony. Tell your testimony. This is Juanita. I want to tell um, a testimony because I actually, um, um, I, I have been off and on, a, on the line um, as far as today concerned. I didn't hear everything. Um, I heard all of your, your, your share. But as far as people's testimony, because I had to interrupt the phone call. But as y'all was saying that, you know, you we don't look like what we've been through. And I'm definitely a witness of that. I couldn't give you all of my testimony, that, um, but I can give you a short version right now that, that um, let you know that when I was 27 years old now, I, I was raised up in church, um, raised by my grandmother. Um, was uh, my father and my mother got divorced when I was a young girl at, at like two, but my father got custody of me instead of my mother, you know, but my mother did end up, she had other children, but I was never raised by my mother. Now that's a whole different testimony, but the testimony I want to give today is about when I was 27 years old, I went to prison, was sentenced to six years in prison. Um, I was out there selling drugs, you know, doing whatever I, I thought at that time I was doing what I had to do to take care of me and, and my two children. Um, mind you that today, because we know that it was nothing but God, that today I'm in a professional um, business as far as I have a professional license, um, and that was nothing but the grace of God to allow a felon to have, to go, you know, I went back to school and when it came time to me to take the national certification, um, I wrote a letter, you know, to the board and let them know that, yes, I've been to prison, but that's not who I am today. You know, that I wasn't gonna allow my past to define my future. And they allowed me to go ahead and take the national certification. This ain't nothing but God. I'm not giving myself at all because they don't know, they didn't know me. So it was the grace of God to allow me today to be working, um, you know, professionally. So that's, that's the grace that God has given me um, in many times, in many things. I'm, like I said, I couldn't even give you all of the things that I've been through because um, it would take us forever. But I thank God for his grace. I thank him for his mercy on my life because he definitely spared me many times. Um, I, I wouldn't be here today. So, but yeah, I thank God for your um, share this morning. I thank God for uh, everyone that has testified or um, gave their testimony uh, on today. But yes, it does. It helps someone else. People wouldn't, um, even when I was in court, the judge and, um, and the lawyer, you know, the lawyer was saying, well, they're not going to give you any time. I had never been in trouble before. I had never been arrested in my life. 
and they wanted to give me 14 years, you know, but um, um, it was reduced down to six. Like I said, I thank God for his grace, for his mercy, because the judge was saying and the attorney was saying, well, you know, they're not going to give you any time. You know, you don't look like a drug dealer. You don't look like someone that has done this or any of that, you know. So it wasn't about what I looked like, you know what I'm saying? But I thank God that it was God's grace and his mercy that spared me, that brought me through what I went through. And even, you know, you know in a prison with people and, you know, just all of that, you know, just saying, I mean, it, that was good. That's all I got to say, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, put myself back on mute. Thank you, Thank you uh, woman of God, Juanita. I tell you, um, nobody knows. Like I said, I, I just feel that on this morning in the room that there were some people that chains got broken. There's some guilt that people had that those, uh, those it's no longer there. That's why it was was pertinent, and we need to keep coming to the classroom. Keep coming. This is the place of healing, deliverance. This is mercy, goodness. This is where the Lord shows up because we've been praying. We've laced. The room has been laid. The table was prepared. Uh, Like I said, we at the table of grace and We've, we're around a circle of, uh, of grace right now. It's just encamped about you. On this morning, Lady um, Gloria prayed. I mean, she just went strategically and put it in order. And that's what we're going to do this morning. We're going to put some of these things on the altar. Put it on the altar on this morning and get released for once and for all. And we continue to tell our story. But our stories become power. Your testimony becomes power to someone else. Because as long as we are lighting and, 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 and provoking power to others, then that means that we are doing what God calls us to do strategically, biblically. This is not a I person because we know in the middle of sin is that big old I. It is not about you. It is about Christ. It is not about me this morning. Because as hard as it was, if I tell you the phones was ringing and the, you know, you know when when the message is going to come and it's going to cut a little bit. It's okay. Because it's as a serrated edge. It comes and iron sharpens iron. I love the teachers. Thank you, Lady Diane and uh, Lady Dee Dee and all of these. These are people that I know for sure. They have some solid foundation, and Lady Dion and, and our um, my uh, mentor, I call her my mentor, Lady uh, Tanya, my mentor, because she just comes straight from the hip, and that's what we have to do. We cannot walk in fear. This is a no-fear week as far as I'm concerned, so this is No Fear Monday. God bless you, and I thank you for allowing me to, uh, you know, just lead you back into the throne room of grace into the circle of uh, grace, to the table of grace. Now we have, um, we're going to pass out those uh, awards and all of your accolades that you need for your class that you were in on today. We have some people that are receiving their BA, born again. Uh, We have some that are, you know, got some uh, additional CE 
for Christian experience, and we have some that have masters. We have some that are are graduating um, the the with the honors that they really in some of the studies that they took in the Word. See, this is where we have to come. We are now, um, you know, born again to where we can teach not what we did back then, but what we are. We kind of come to the forefront. The ones that are on the backside of the mountain have made their way to the front side. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad. We, I've heard it so long, but now it's truth and it's in reality and the doctrine of the truth, which is the word of God. That is it. That's your degrees. That's what you're going to take up out of here to heaven, baby. That's going to push you right on into the upper class. You know what I'm saying? In the upper echelons of Jesus Christ, not what people think about you, because you can have all of them degrees and have nothing. You can have so much education, but no common sense. And so I'm just saying to you, we have always to keep ourselves geared up sharp. We got to stay vigilant and sober. We got to do things as we do. And for those of you that need counseling and you want Christian counseling, those areas are opening right here for you. There are some counselors. And we're not talking about the what I used to do, but we're talking about what we're doing right now from this very point on today. So as the next person comes tomorrow and they bring that word and it cuts you a little bit, just let them go on and cut you. It's okay. Because that's a part of your makeup and that's a part of that full armor of God. When you put on the breastplate of righteousness and then you have that, 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 that little shield of faith on you, you got the sword, you got your belt, your loins is girded with truth, and you got on the sh your shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel. You can't teach and preach the word of God unless it's down on the inside of you. You can have some knowledge. Knowledge is power, thanks to God, on this morning. God bless you on this morning as we close out. Father, we thank you and we praise you. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. Lord, I give you all the praise because praise belongs to you. And praise is what we do when we're going through. Thank you, God, for breaking the strong man down on this morning and making him bow down. Father, I thank you that this word came to penetrate the very heart, the stony heart on this morning, the mind that had grown. As the woman said, I was uh, angry, the angry that anger that we have down on the inside of us, as they say, we are strong women. For those that are on the line that have grown weak and well-doing, you said, I won't let you faint. So on this morning, God, cause us to propel, cause us to fly high, cause us to break through on this morning. God, I thank you on this morning. I thank you. I thank you for the people of God that they came on this morning and they spoke out those that gave their testimony because they are people that overcame by the testimony of this morning. God, I thank you because it matters. Thank you that we stick together. Thank you that we can pull others through while they're going through the fire and some of them is near with the waters up to their neck, God. 
Hallelujah. You said, I will not let you drown. God, I thank you on this morning. I thank you. Somebody's child didn't come home last night. Some mother is grieving the loss of a loved one. Some mother is grieving that their daughter, their son is sick and can't get well. Somebody got fever on this morning, God. But we rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. You have no place. I thank you, God, for those that took their time out and they came to meditate. And they came to get their stomach full of the word, oh God. They got prepared for today's journey. God, I thank you for being the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path and no greater work. You said greater work shall you do in my name. And I speak to you, each person, as you go out into your community and as you go down into the marketplaces and into the hospitals on this morning, I encourage you and I implore you to speak the word that comes to and out of your belly on this morning, that it will not lie dormant no more. I'm asking you on today is to allow God to stir up the gifts down on the inside. Hallelujah. On today, God, I give you praise, glory, and honor. And as you unmute your phone to leave, just go out and just say your request as you're going out the door. God, I thank you. Thank you for the doors opening and the windows opening. God, thank you for the blessings that are flowing. Go on out. Come on, you unmute your line. Thank you for your Thank you, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing God that you are. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you. Go in Thank peace on this morning. Go in grace, God. Hold your head up high. Thank you. Lord. Walk in it, God. Well, don't walk around it. Walk through it, God. Nobody like you. Thank you for the release, God. Thank you for the heaviness that was on someone on this morning, God. Thank you for uh, breaking the shackles, hallelujah, that was around our ankles, God. Thank you, God, for pushing somebody out of the bed of fire on this morning, God. The burning bed. Hallelujah, sexual immoralities and all of that. God, we thank you today for the babies that are being born. God, the new birth that is coming in place. Uh, someone is birthing a, a, a purpose in their lives on today. Thank you, God, for the vision. Without the vision, the people perish on today. Thank you for our visionaries, those that have charged Moni and Dion and T 
Tanya, thank you for these mighty women and Lisa Porter and Father God, Sister Susie and how God and Letitia from Arizona. I thank you for these people. Thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you for Kathy and I thank you for all those that have called and called out and pulled down the fire on us, God, and caused the rain to come in on our dry places, God. I thank you. Thank you, greatest I thankfulness new mercy each day god thank yes. you morning by morning have your way god and amen. thank you amen and thank amen. god amen god bless you go in peace i don't want to um, yeah, yes ma'am yes this is carla i wasn't i wasn't gonna say anything but um yes, the Lord just spoke to me and said that I would just want to share this book. Um, it's yes. called The Most Beautiful Disaster. It is an amazing uh-huh. book. It's timely, you guys, for everything about all the grace and all the different things that we've been talking about. Um, and it's by Hope Carpenter. And, again, the book is called The Most Beautiful Disaster. It is a great read. It is easy. And it's definitely timely. So, um, God bless you guys, and thanks for all the wonderful testimonies. Amen. Thank you, woman of God. Have a great day. Okay. Yes. Hope Carpenter, the greatest disaster. Have a blessed day, everyone. Amen. God bless everyone. Have a great have a day. Have a great day, everyone. Love you. Love have you, guys. Great day. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Bye-bye. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love for the glory. Yeah.